Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show at Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com and iHeartRadio. Plenty of stuff to get to tonight. Mike Harmon and I in the middle of doing double duty this week, doing the morning show for AM570 here in Los Angeles, coming to our night show. This is one of those weeks where you know what? You just got to suck it up and get stuff done. The road to Swole is paved with many hours of great sports talk, yelling at you and welcoming people in wherever they may be. We thank you for taking a few minutes with us tonight. As we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Fox Sports Radio, coast to coast, at How About a Fresco on Twitter. I'm Everett Swollen Dome. We got a lot of baseball. We got tons of, well, just more fallout. And NFL stories are starting to percolate. We have some big stuff involving Colin Kaepernick. Another left turn today that actually didn't involve 
Colin Kaepernick himself, but what many people are already calling, and I say this because my entire Twitter timeline is, oh, this Red Sox-Indians game is so good. I shouldn't be doing a Pennsylvania accent. I don't know why. I, uh, I don't Red even know Sox what that was. Is, I don't know. I was just, I don't know. Why. But Red Sox-Indians already getting a lot of run for game of the year in Major League Baseball. Uh, y- you wouldn't think a game involving Chris Sale was going to end up 12-10. No. You also wouldn't think that the Red Sox down 10-9 in the ninth inning would win it on a walk-off home run to improve to 58-50. and Addison Reed uh, gives up a big home run in his debut for the Boston Red Sox, which, okay, he's not a Met anymore. I feel bad for him, but okay, it happens. But Boston, bottom of the ninth, Still pulled it out thanks to this home run. Christian swings, hits a drive. Center field. This ball's back. It is gone! It is gone! A walk-off home run! Christian Vasquez does it! Two outs in the ninth. A three-run homer for Vasquez. And the Red Sox win the ball game. 12-10. to 10. Red Sox Radio Network on the call. So the Red Sox saying, hey, don't put the Yankees in the World Series just yet. We're still pretty good. Okay, that's fine. But also a part of this game, there was pretty good, and there was this. Pitch to Ramirez is swung on, and that's driven high and deep. Right center field, Jackson back, leaps at the bullpen wall, and he goes flipping over the wall. Did he catch the ball? Jackson gets up, and he has the baseball. Austin Jackson with the catch of the year. See, for a moment, you thought he was cursing. He goes flipping over the wall. He goes over the flipping wall. No, 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 no. He actually flipped over the wall. (laughs) Indians Radio Network on the call. Hanley Ramirez rounded first base, and he hit hit the ball, and he did one of those. Hanley Ramirez, that's a home run. I'm just going to kind of... Jog around first base, and Austin Jackson, up over the wall, fully extended, flips, falls into the bullpen. Certainly, look, I know everybody wants to rush and say hyperbole and say, oh, my God, that's the greatest catch ever. It's tough to argue when you see see it live and then you see the replay of him coming down Mm -hmm. with that ball and, and, and also holding on to it. Yeah, it's a home run. What are you talking about? It's a home run. What are you talking about? He went about? into the bullpen. He caught that's, it. No, circle the bases. You got to stay in the field of play. That's, no, he, he caught it. You, that's, I don't that's care. You went over the fence. That's not the rule. It's a home run. Des Bryant. That's a catch, Des. New Des. World that's a catch, order. Des. Harmon rules. What is Wow. What kind of hater raid did good you have? Good job. Good effort. Show? Keep a foot Wait. in play. Oh, my God. Why don't you bring up dead people already? What's, what, what's wrong what's with that? What? One has to do with the why other. Why are you? What are why, you doing? You are just. You have just put the biggest wet blanket in the world on one of the big, greatest catches we've ever seen. It's a fantastic catch. It's a great catch. It what do you? It's a home the, run. I, I'm pretty sure the rule said it was a home run. No. It was a catch. Rather. It was a catch. I'm pretty sure. I'm, that, pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm, they let him. Ha- they let him have. And it. for those that are about to tweet me and call me an idiot, I know well what the <laughs> rules are. <laughs> Having a little fun with you. You you, you don't think that if you leave the field of play, it should be a catch. I think you need to have a foot inside the field of play. Why can't you have the Bugs Bunny I can get in a cab and leave and and run around and catch the ball? No, if you do that. No, no, no. You're out. Why not? No, if you have a car waiting for you. you I mean, why why are you hating on this catch? What did Austin Jackson ever do to you? 
You ever have Austin Jackson? Yeah. You had Darren Jackson. Darren Jackson, DJ is yeah. one of our broadcasts. You didn't have you didn't have Danny Jackson though. Didn't have Reggie Jackson. No, he did not have uh, Reggie. Friends Jackson. with Scoop Jackson. Though. Oh, Scoop Jackson. Oh, I used to have Scoop Jackson on the show all the time. Editor at large of Slam Magazine, Scoop Jackson. Hey guy, I mean he was ours for a while. He was ours for 54 games last year. Colonel Austin Ours being the Chicago White Sox. Six million dollar catch in center field. Nicely done. TJ. It's a great catch. It counts. Why? He's out. I can't it's believe fine. you're hating on him for a catch. I'm not hating on him. Yeah, you are. You make the guy. I'm hating the, on. No, I'm hating the on the guy, rules of on, baseball. Hang on. The guy got to stay hang, in no, no, the no, field. Stop, play. Stop. The guy makes a great catch. He fa- a man makes a catch. He falls over the wall. He comes up. He's got it. And you want to walk in, have him run in, and you stand there with your arms folded, with your jaunty little hat on, and go home run. Nice try, I mean, Austin. I need a guy standing there with the nice hand over the air circling. But, Skip, I made the catch. It's a home run. Beat it. Hey, Jeter's doesn't count. You Beat sh- both into the in the foul <laughs> ground. Foul ball. Hey, did Shoeless Joe Jackson ever make a catch like that for your socks? <laughs> uh, he tried his best, just like Buck Weaver. Uh, I, well, I, I don't think anything Shoeless Joe Jackson did, Harmon recognizes. Because he didn't have shoes. I don't on. have I'm his. Sure he has his I don't have his Zapruder Because he didn't wear shoes. Uh, you got to wear shoes. Now, any play he made when he was a kid, not wearing shoes, didn't count. You got to wear too shoes. Too busy betting. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right if you don't have shoes. You can go shoeless. That's fine. Hey, listen, I'll just kind of back off a little bit in the World Series. All right, the other guys can really suck because you know I'm shoeless Joe Jackson. I can't be awful. I got at least a one home run. Is that him? Bartered nah, his it. shoes for alcohol. That was wait, uh, allegedly. What was, are you doing? That was that was kind of shoeless Joe Jackson as Pat O'Brien. All right, listen to me. Here's what I can do. I'm not going to strike out. I'm not going to look bad. But if you want to win, I can't stop you. Just make sure the money's under my pillow. Wow. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I'm Jason. Alongside me is the hater of great plays, Mike Harmon. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15 percent or more in car insurance. For more info, visit Geico.com. Today is a big day in Colin Kaepernick. It always is a big day. Nothing happens. It's a big day in Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. I'm getting excited for other storylines, but something's got to happen soon. One of the stories involving Kaepernick, and there were three really good ones when it comes to stuff that needs to be debated and talked about. Number one comes to us courtesy of Fox analyst Ray Lewis, who decided to take a video of himself while driving and give some advice to Colin Kaepernick about what he should do next in his effort to get back into the National Football League. Here's a few seconds of the video that he posted on social media. The football field is our sanctuary. If you do nothing else, young man, get back on the football field and let your play speak for itself. And what you do off the field, don't let too many people know because they're going to judge you anyway, no matter what you do, no matter if it's good or bad. So Ray Lewis tells Colin Kaepernick, keep your activism private because people are going to judge you. There are so many things that you could say about this. However, I get what Ray Lewis is getting at in that you want to play. I want you to play. I mean, that, that Look, it, it, the the... Irony of Ray Lewis saying what he said, considering what he's gone through in his career, going through on a trial, double murder, all of this, and, and here's Ray Lewis saying, hey, keep your activism and stuff off the field. It's it's completely ironic, and, and how out of his depth is he to be giving advice like that? I mean, that that's that's absolutely crazy. It's like Michael Vick giving the advice to Colin Kaepernick. Yo, here's what you should do to stay back in the league. Dude, you killed dogs and went to prison. 
Okay, well, stop giving him advice because I don't want people. That's one thing. I don't want people confusing and saying, well, look, look who's got Colin Kaepernick's back. A guy who went to prison and a guy who was on trial for killing people. I mean, that that's, you know, stop giving him advice. Stop. But I get what Ray Lewis is trying to accomplish. He's trying to say, listen, don't lose focus. The most important thing is for you to get back on the football field. And if this means you got to put activism away, this is what I think you should do. And that's where he's coming from. So I get it. The message, sometimes you got you need that Herm Edwards phone. That the phone that says, don't press send. I've had a phone with a button that says, don't press send on it. Not going to have it. If I didn't work out, walk out of this thing right now. You got to have that button with that win on it. But I get what he's trying to say. And this is Colin Cat put your activism away. But but he had to qualify it even if you agree with where the where he's trying to come from. It's still if this is the biggest thing for you. At this point for Colin Kaepernick, we don't know. He's talking to the Ravens. That part I, I think we, we can all come to a consensus that from what John Harbaugh said, there's at least been conversations about things. So there's interest in being in being back on the field. But is it the be all to end all of what he wants to do? Because you know, we can pick apart the other parts of what Ray Lewis had to say. That that's, you know, we we can certainly do that. But in terms of wanting to get back on the field, is it the the most important thing to him, or is what he's trying to accomplish off the field, the money that he's given to different organizations, the awareness that he's created, and, and trying to to build in from the activist role, is that more important at this point than being an NFL quarterback? He's made a lot of money as an NFL quarterback. He can do a lot of good things in the community and help a lot of people. So is football the number one focus? I think that's the if needs to be there. It's always been there. And that's what we said for the longest time. And we said it for three months now. And congratulations to everybody who has taken this now and, and tried to use it as their own take uh, that he needs to tell people. He needs to do an interview. He needs to talk to somebody and say, listen, this is what I want. Get your message out publicly that you are ready to to accept whatever it is. Is it $800,000 to be a backup quarterback? For everybody who says, oh, Drew Stanton's got a job and Kaepernick did. We don't know that Colin Kaepernick wanted to accept being a backup and making $800,000. Look at the money he walked away from with the San Francisco 49ers. We don't know. If you do that, you have done everything you need to do, and you get all of the momentum behind you to get back in the league. Whether you say you're going to do activism or not, I want him to keep doing activism. It's great debate. It's it's not a distraction because, as we saw today, his jersey is in the top 50 of most popular players in the NFL, something we'll get to coming up in 15 minutes. But you have to make sure everybody knows. And if you do this interview, you talk to somebody and say, this is what I will do. I want to play no matter what. I will be a backup. There's many fits for me. I'd love to play for the Ravens. I'd love to play here. I'd love to do this. I will not be a distraction. I'm going to still kneel. I'm not going to kneel. Whatever you want to say, get your message out. I'm not saying say what you what the NFL wants you to say if you don't want to do that. But if you want to play in the NFL, you have to say something. You need some kind of public statement where it's not everybody saying on Twitter, oh, you really think Kaepernick doesn't want to play? Look what somebody who talked to somebody who blogged about him said, Kaepernick works out hard every day. You know what? Many people not in the NFL work out hard every day. They all work out hard. They all want to get back in the game. Does Kaepernick want to get back in? I don't know. And that's the main thing is that nobody knows if he's going to make football a focus. He's a backup quarterback in a project that if the team signs him, it's going to be maybe we can return him to the form he was at. But if he doesn't want to do it, you don't know. 
So I, that's why I get the message from Ray Lewis. Not the guy to deliver it. Not at all. But I get the message from Ray Lewis in telling him that. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Or on Twitter, at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter, at How About a Fresca. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. More on Kaepernick coming up in 15 minutes. But straight ahead, an NFL story that we first talked about a little bit last night that has blown up incredibly today. Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, great news, great news. Ahmed Rosario is up. Great news. Well, and also there's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So far, the best prospect in Major League Baseball is 0 for 3, but the Mets have a 4-3 lead over the Rockies. I can't say he's handled all his chances flawlessly because he kind of double-clutched on one that allowed the first hit of the game for the Rockies, but... He wasn't ready. Rosario is up. Look at you, boy. Hating on guys for great catches. Prospects aren't ready after their 0 for 3. Look at you, man. You are in a special mood of hate today. Cost your guy big. I'm waiting to see. Steven Metz finally has an opportunity to get the last month out of his brain, moving towards greatness. And he choked. Yep. If only you cared about the Mets as much as Harmon did, Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I need to care more about the Mets. That's, that's what his family right. tells me all the time. He just does not have enough passion for the Mets. Got it. It shows that. on the field. <laughs> I mean, I don't have enough passion. I'm sorry. I'm a bad fan. I'm sorry. That that that's on me. I I, I should have a little bit more. Seriously? Yeah. Sorry, Zoe. I'm I'm very very sorry. You can't wait go, a letter down. You can't go to college because the Mets. Ahmed Rosario made an error in his they, MLB debut. Hey, don't stink. don't play to they stink. At least give me a Tebow sitting three hundred still. Hello. Five home runs. No, nah, uh, Phil. <laughs> Phil, go back to we sleep. Look at the way he crashed the party. Unicorn and he's special. Phil, Phil, you're not involved. Go back to sleep. Sleep. Phil, no, it's August. Sleep. There we go. Kind of losing my touch. Phil's getting a little ornery. He's angry. He's been he's been out of the game too long. He's been napping for a long time. That's right. Phil he's Jackson. finally awakening from hibernation. <laughs> Phil Jackson, the awakening. Coming uh, soon to sci-fi. <laughs> a big and playing Phil Jackson would be Don Henley. So a big football story. That started off as a weird sensation last night, turned into a full-blown drama today. It was a day ago, Jamal Adams, Jets rookie, number six overall pick in the draft, who many analysts had him as the most talented player in the NFL draft. He was a guy with no red flags. Look, he, he was just that good, and, he, and, and he's been everything the Jets have wanted so far. During an interview, talking with fans, with Commissioner Roger Goodell standing by his side, this is what Jamal Adams said when he was asked about the dangers of CTE. Obviously, that's been a big story in the last few days. And here was Jamal Adams' answer about brain injuries and how he would deal with that and something like that if it happened to him. I can speak for a lot of guys that play the game. Um, you know, we live and breathe, and this is what, this is what we're so passionate about. Um, literally, I would, if I had a perfect place to die, I would die on the field. I would be at peace. Literally. I would be at peace. And, and that's, not a, that's not a lie. Like, 
you, it's so much sacrifice that we go through um, as a team and just, just connecting as one and winning ball games. It's nothing like playing a game of football. And, and that, that was so awkward. I would die on the field, and then you get people clapping. Yay, die on the field for me, Jamal. No, that it was, was, that was come so on. It wasn't that, though. I mean, you so got a guy awkward. speaking with conviction and passion about – where he's at and how much he loves this game. No, and I, I and, understand. And I, and I think it got misconstrued. I, I think for anybody, you get that kind of passion in, in someone's voice and they're rising up to this big point. Like, I, I love this so much. that that's it, that's it. I would die on this field. I don't know that I'm inclined to clap, yeah. but I could see where that emotion starts to build and, and potentially gets that reaction. No, I and I, I understand that part of it. And he even said today, because he was surprised with all the reaction and that I was speaking from a passionate part of me because there was big reactions today. Martellus Bennett said when he heard about Jamal Adams' comments, he said, I love football, but, quote, I ain't dying for this blank. You know, so there's a lot of people who are very you know, taken aback by it. You had Justin Strelchek's widow uh, who had CTE so bad, former line with the Steelers, he led police on a fiery chase right. when he, he rammed into an oil tanker uh, and died uh, about 10 years ago. So there's a lot of buzz and comments uh, about what he said. For the passion stuff, yeah, he's 21 years old. All right, that, that, that's, it's not about the passion. It's, I, he should be passionate because he, this is what he's doing for a living, and he, he's getting to do it. But he's 21. And 21-year-olds are invincible. You think, diff- you, know, you think different things. I thought when I was 21, I could just drink beer every single night until I passed out. And obviously, I couldn't do that. I thought I was going to marry supermodels, and I was going to jet-set all over the world. And, buddy, buddy, you're you only know, halfway home. I thought I was going to. You're only halfway home. Big swinging guy. Maybe it is LA. No, I thought when I was 21, I'm like, my life is going to be this. And I'm happy with it. I'm going to be one of those radio gypsies. right? I'm going to start out in a market. And I'm gonna I am the I'm morning be, and DJ. Gonna, and I'm going to be Desperate Dave in the morning for, you know, for V104 <laughs> FM. And, and what's going to happen is I'm going to go to a remote broadcast. I'm going to meet a really hot girl, and we're going to date for a while. And then my career is going to go so well, I'm going to move up in a market. And I'm going to say, sorry, babe, but the kid's got to go. If I'm, if I'm ever around here again, I'll look you up. Be the cowboy. Riding off into the sunset, and then I'm, but I must be moving on. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm little, just a rambling man. We can do this all day. Then I'm in a little bit bigger market. I meet just another hot girl, and we're dating. And then hey, it's time for me to move up. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, uh, but if I'm ever back around this point again, I'll take you with me. <laughs> all right. And then I leave, and I and that's my life, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And I'm at that, and you know, and that did not turn out to be my life at all. I. Met Pam when I was 24, and we've been together since then. So that was that was my life. I was not a radio gypsy. I started out doing radio here in Los Angeles, and then uh, started doing national stuff for Fox Sports Radio, then ESPN, now Fox again, and and that was my. And life. you stayed in Los Angeles but, the exactly, entire time, right? And I've been with the same woman now for over 20 years. So that that not at all what I thought my romanticized life was going to be at 21. Sorry, babe, but uh, you know the bigs have called for me. Go to Chicago. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of women that want a piece of the kid. <laughs> Why? Still with the horse. I'm not actually riding a horse. I'm not going to McDonald's. Well, it's a there's metaphorical no horse. horse in the song. There's but, no horse. You know. There's no horse. No horse. So. But if you had a steel horse, I, that'd if, be kind of cool. If I did. If I, 
I don't know if that's a thing, actually, a steel horse. <laughs> you can't eat a steel horse, I know that. Can't eat the steel horse burgers anywhere. Horse can't do it. sandwich out there. Can't do it. But that's what Jamal Adams is coming from. He's 21 years old. He doesn't really know about it. He doesn't think CTE is ever going to happen to him. Death and aging and those things are where they should be when you're 21. They're not really part of reality. You get it. And you know someday everybody's going to mm-hmm. die, and you know someday you're going to die. But still, it's you're you're disassociated from it because you think ah, that, I don't need to worry about that. I, I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm good. I got a long way to go. Maybe I'll be the guy who lives forever. But I don't really need to worry about that. Uh, that's where Jamal Adams is. So I understand that to come down on him. He's a tw- like I said, he's a 21 year old kid who was trying to be very outspoken and show his love for the game. Did he go a little bit too far? Yeah. Is this awful? No, he's 21 years old. But this goes to show you a very big point about the whole players with CTE. And we've said this since this conversation become hot button. Football is always going to survive. It's always going to. You know why? Because there's always going to be people who are okay trading an unknown future that yeah. could be debilitating. It could be okay because, you look, there's lots of guys that are okay. You know, we, we hear about all the guys that are bad. It's not everybody. You know, certainly when you're physical, you get into your mid-40s and 50s, you're like, boy, my hip was never the same or my knee was never the same. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have $70 million I made over the course of my career. They are willing to accept that trade-off. And they don't see it any differently than somebody who, and I, I use the coal mine example because it's the most apropos one. You can graduate high school in Kentucky and other places and go to work in a coal mine and make $75,000. Right off the bat. I mean, how many kids say, oh, I could do that for a few years. I'm not, you know, my lungs, whatever. I'm fine. They'll protect me. And people do that because I'm never going to do anything that's going to allow me to make $75,000 when I'm 18 years old. I'll be buying a house. I'll be doing, I'll have a big car. I'll be, it'll be awesome. I'll be able to go out and buy drinks for everybody. I'll be, it's going to be a great life. People will always do that. People will always play football. And you know what else? People are always going to watch. I'm always going to watch football. I'm never going to not watch unless the Jets really stink, and I'm like, you know what? I got to decompress from it. But, but I'm then always going to watch. You have football. a week, and then you go back to it right. the next week. I'm yeah. always going to watch it. I'm always yep. going to go to the games. I'm always going to love it because I grew up loving football. I want the players to be safer. I want them to get better helmets. But I'm still going to watch. They don't change helmets. I'm still going to watch football. I'm still going to get excited. It would Jamal Adams stuff somebody on third and one. And he comes off the field, he shakes his head a little bit because I'm like, that was a big hit. That's just who we are as fans. That's who I am as a fan. I want to see guys be okay. I don't want to see anything bad happen to anybody. But I'm going to still watch football. You're going to still watch football. We're all going to do it. It's just the way it is. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up, now tell you what, in a minute, because I feel a little bit for saying, listen, this is I'm still going to watch football no matter what. I will have two solutions. Two solutions for concussion issues in the National Football League. And you'll like one of them. I guarantee it. But first, let's find out what's trending. You know, at some point, Tyshirt, you got to play Band of Horses when you do that. If you play Band of Horses, I would, I would gain even more respect than I have for you right now. All right. Sounds good. I don't know if you ever heard of him. You've ever heard of Band of Horses? Then maybe he hasn't. Oh, no, I haven't. Actually. I just you've never heard of Band of Horses. No, I haven't. They're like one of the best rock bands of the last like ten years. You've never heard of. Horses? In your opinion, the, no Band of Horses. No, that's indisputable. Band of Horses, the funeral, their big one. 
It's a group of horses, right? Except it's yeah, and they rap. Yes, it's it's actual horses, and they sing and they chew their cud. Yeah, it, it's amazing, and they poop and they run around and they fornicate and they tape these and they put them on CDs. And now they're banging each and other. And you can stream them online, and it's awesome. You shouldn't be watching that stuff. You know my favorite. What's wrong with you? You know what my favorite song is. <laughs> That's my favorite song. That's my favorite band of horses song. That's the extended version. That's the seven-minute version. It's called Stairway to... Can you get me the Paul Oakenfeld remix? I think that's from Two Calves, One Horse. Wow. See, why are you going to put that visual in my head, Frostberg? It was already there. No, it was... No, it's never there until you say it. Dow. Anyway. Hi. Welcome inside. We're off the... Live here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. So Jamal Adams' statement yesterday in which he said, I can't think of a better place to die than a football field. His passion for the game has caused a lot of outcry in the last 24 hours from players and widows of players who, who their husbands die due to CTE. With that being said, I have two solutions that will help the players, help the league, and I can't say for once and for all, but this might be able to effectively take care of the issues with ongoing issues with concussions. You ready? Let's go. Two ready. Well, number one, a better helmet. That that's always been the number one thing. A better helmet for the players. Lee Steinberg sat with us at the Super Bowl and said, "Listen, I hope technology is like a year and away for that, year and a half away for that. It's got to be a better helmet." There's certainly a number of companies that have been in the market i did uh, a few articles on innovations six seven years ago that were starting to be used in high schools and colleges but then when you talk about the brands and and the money that gets exchanged you know entering competition has a very hard road to, to travel so if we have that we have number one we have because that would that would get rid of so many concussions if you can have a concussion-type-proof helmet. Which, look, Lee Steinberg said, look, he's one of the biggest power super agents in the world. He says the technology is almost there. It's almost there. But, number one, my three concussions and you retire rule. It's a harsh rule for people who still want to play, but if you want to talk about your health and benefits, when a player is diagnosed with three concussions, they have to medically retire. And what happens so they can continue to collect money and, and not have to worry about, boy, my career is over and I'm 23 years old. Insurance, you can have a great insurance policy. The And, of course, the NFL can outline that for players and they can draw money for a long time. That will save people immensely from themselves who want to hide concussions. Now, I get there still going to be people going, you cannot diagnose me with a concussion. You can't, you can't, you can't. That's my third one. I'm done in the National Football League if I get another concussion. But if you're really wanting to save people and your health is really an issue, then that should be it then it should be three concussions and you retire, and you have to retire. So that's one way to do it. Here's another way to do it that might be a little more feasible. And not only will this be good for the players, this will also help the competitive nature of the NFL. You ready for this? Yep. The NFL becomes like college. Players play college football, they get drafted, and they play for four years. After four years... They're done playing in the NFL, Whoa. and they move on to the next part of their life. Salaries can be larger. 
because you're you're not locked into guys for a long time. You can pay guys, you know, look, great insurance money. You can pay them out over a period of years. You can say, listen, it's a you know a four year deal. But we're going to pay you for eight. You know, you have Bobby Bonilla type deals where we could pay you after your playing days for a certain amount of money, but you play four years. This will at least minimize the damage you incur over your career. It's four years worth of damage compared to eight and ten years. You can make more money. You can help preserve your safety because these injuries you're getting, at least your body is still is in its prime when it's in its prime recovery part when you're 23, 24, 25 years old. So there's that. It also has the added bonus of increasing parity in the NFL because a team that has a great group of players, you know, after four years, they have to get better players in because those guys are, quote, graduating or they're retiring and, and their careers are ending. And a team like the Browns could get lucky in the draft with a quarterback or a couple of great players and suddenly, hey, we're a playoff threat for four years. If you get hurt early in a year, if you tear your ACL, let's just say, or you – you know, you, you, you tear your Achilles and it's week three, week four. You apply for a red shirt year and you can play five years. And you have a five-year NFL career if your injury history says, so okay, you can do it. That's the way to do it. That If you want to keep people playing four years, you can make an obscene amount. Everybody coming in makes a really good salary. You, you can double the minimum for a year. Contracts can be fully guaranteed. And at the end of four years, you collect every dime at the end of your four years. And owners would say, okay, I'm good for this. I don't have to worry about a guy getting to year five, year six. Do I pay him? Do I cut him? Players are happy. That's the way. Now, guys, if they're healthy, wouldn't want to retire when they're done after four years. But if you're talking about health and safety and you can say, well, I was able to play in the NFL for four years. I made $20 million and I got paid half of it. I'm getting a million dollars a year for the next 10 years. And now I can move on to the next part of my life. I can coach. I can do many things. And I'm 25, 26 years old, and I have my whole life ahead of me, and I made my money. And that's the way to do it. That's the that's You haven't the, that's solved the, the, the way. fundamental issue of the number of players that, after they're done, don't know what to do with themselves. Well, look. That's, I, that, I mean, that, it's, that, it's part, of, part of the tale uh, off of this. So, like, going through the CBA, we'd have to do more data. Research. That's the part of the the plan, as you can tell. I, I jump on and raise. You know my what hand I'm even saying, for? You know what I'm for? I'm for the NFL saying, and we will pay for you to go back to college and finish your education. If you don't graduate, if you come out after your junior year or you your senior year, and you we will pay for you to finish your schooling. And then, not that the NFL has to wipe their hands and be done with you, but it's like, okay, now you have to go find your way in the world. You made money. We got your college degree. And now it's time for you to go and, and, and figure out your own path in life. If you want to come back to the NFL and you want to coach, you want to coach in college, it's just like anybody else looking for a job. But we, we, they will do a lot, and they will be seen as doing a lot for the players, something now the players are getting everything. They're getting out when they're young enough to still enjoy their lives and still be active and, and, and hopefully not be so injury-riddled. And like I said, pay for you to go back to college, finish. You got to college, you left for the NFL, you wanted to get here. I get it, don't worry. 26, go back to school, get your degree. You graduate when you're 28, and whatever you want to do, do whatever you want to do with your life. Yeah, I don't want to truncate it after four years because you may, yeah, you're now sitting at the the average, right? That's always quoted the three and a half year average life expectancy of, of an NFL career. And most of that is because you're including a very long tail of Jags, just a guy at the back end of the 53 man roster. So that's going to weigh it as opposed to the linemen 
and a lot of other players. Now we got quarterbacks playing forever because, well, you can't quite throw throw them around like ragdolls mm-hmm. like you used to. So that's the one I would like to fight about. I'd also like to eliminate Thursday night games. I mean, oh, okay. we yeah, do, I'm, we've I'm, done a lot I'm, of I'm lip service yeah. on that, you know, on the you player there. safety. That seems like one real easy, you know, at least check that box. Like, sure. all right, here's a small step for at least moving in the proper direction to where we're doing something towards this safety issue that everybody keeps circling about. Twitter at how about a fresca? That's Twitter at how about a fresca? Not to toot my own horn, but that might be the best idea I've come up with in a long time. And I come up with great ideas every day. That may be the best idea I've come up with in a long time. There's a lot there. I, yeah, I a lot like there. I'd love to see your full treatise on it. Uh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll write it up. There you go. And I could get the Jets good again. There Everything I do is to there get the Jets it. good again. J-E-T-E Jets. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, wait till we tell you what absolute superstar wants to buy an NBA team. I'm very, very excited no, about No, no, no. Tim, 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 Tim. Stay in baseball. All good, buddy. Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. So, Beyonce is reportedly interested in buying the Houston Rockets. Sweet. Bloomberg reporting Beyonce. Showing interest to become part of an ownership group to bid on her hometown team following Les Alexander's decision to sell the NBA franchise. This comes on the same day that Akeem Olajuwon also announces that he would like to have an ownership stake mm-hmm. in the Houston Rockets. And, you know, maybe Olajuwon can get together with Beyonce. I, I mean, and just Jay Z, Justin Businessman. Justin Business. Whoa. Justin Business. And now, I don't Look, mean. Don't start suggesting all sorts of craziness here in the Geico Studios. A family show. All right, I'm just, I'm just saying, maybe that could happen. But now suddenly, the Rockets have become this thing. She's able and eligible to buy it because she doesn't own any part of Jay Z Sports Agency, which is why she's allowed to do it. You can always divest yourself of that, take the profit, and pour it back into the team anyway. <laughs> look, so, at, look at you, free finance, because Beyonce needs financial advice. Everybody needs a few dollars more. So, Just saying, if you're not really married to the whole idea of the sports agency business, wait, wait, you've done, done some pretty good things. Isn't that how the market crashed in 2006, Harmon? Isn't, I mean, are you really giving that kind of advice? Is that... What, sell off and buy a basketball team? Seems like a pretty good investment right now. Now, before we get to the big thing, if Beyonce or anybody wants to buy an NBA team, the saddest part of this is that we know somebody who was very interested in being a part of the ownership group of the Houston Rockets, someone who needs a little bit of money but wants to do it but also wants to warn you away from fake investors or people who say they have money when they don't. I'm very, very excited about it. Tim, 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 do not get involved in buying anything. I don't think you have the money. No, no, no. The person we're talking about, you have to be very careful if you're going to give this person money to buy an NBA team. Hello, and thank you for being a Knicks season ticket holder. All right, I'll let Phil buy an NBA team. 
I'll let him buy it. Just but not he, run it, right? He just, no, he just has to stay away like James Dolan. He has to join a band called Phil Jackson and the Peyotes, and that, that's going to be his band. Then I'd then, buy a T-shirt of that band. Yeah. Can you imagine the lyrics to some of the songs? I'd celebrate you know that shirt would smell. I saw gray. And that's the song. That's it. Oh, okay, good. Clouds in the outhouse. Mosquitoes. That's the song. No, but there's obviously one guy who wants to buy the yeah. Rockets who is very concerned that you would give him money and it would go to the wrong place. So let's get this warning from a prospective owner of the Houston Rockets. Hello, everyone. If you get the email says from Dikembe Mutombo, do not answer. My email was hacked by these crazy people. I don't know why. They need to get a life. Now Beyonce wants to buy rockets. All the single lady have all kinds of money. More than me. I had four blocks a game. She did not. She has, she's irreplaceable. Now I'm doing like Chris Berman, talking like Dikembe Mutombo. You're going to hurt yourself doing that. But here's the main thing. You are buying, to give financial advice, you are buying right now the Rockets at the top of the bubble because the bubble's going to burst as NBA teams don't remain competitive because teams like the Warriors and Super Teams and the Cavaliers and everything else, Les Alexander has got the Rockets to the point of they've never been worth more. Just gave James Harden $500 million to stay a Rocket for life. (laughs) They have spent a lot of money for a team that had a nice year last year, and now he's getting out at the very top. You are not going to make this money back. You're going to pay way more. You're going to be in for so much money on Harden. It's a buying a basketball team right now like the Rockets, who are going to he's going to sell it for an inflated rate. Bad deal right now. Bad deal. See, I disagree. You still have a growing league that's going globally. The TV rights are, are going to be renegotiated and go higher as you roll through. So you've seen them dominate the sports world, even in the off season with all of these news. And now that guys are just doing this merry-go-round in terms of where they're playing, the interest in the league is is skyrocketing. Yeah, but so, you're going to pay all this money for the Rockets, and then they're going to stink, and you're going to be boy, saying, boy, I'm stuck paying James Harden. I'm not really getting my money's worth. But Chris Paul's there, too. <laughs> oh. Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter. At How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we'll get back into the biggest story of the night. This is the Jason Smith Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. A big night in Major League Baseball the day after the day after the trade deadline. Go ahead. Say it. Ahmed Rosario making his Major League Baseball debut. The number one prospect in all of baseball is up for the Mets. And so far, he has had an A-plus night. Actually, no, it's more like a C night. But he does have his first Major League hit. He's fielded almost all his chances flawlessly. And the Mets and the Rockies are tied. 4-4 in the 8th. What a glowing review. I got to call it like I see it. Almost all of them Well, because one turned into a base hit because he he clutched at the ball when he got to realize I can't do that. Broke up a no-hitter. Yeah. It broke the groove that Steven Matz finally 
finally looked like he was going to have a quality start for your Mets. Yeah. Yeah. How did they bring this kid up before Tebow? <laughs> Listen, Tebow will be up in a month. I'm Just, so excited. You think I'm, Tebow's going to cost his too. teammate a no-hitter? No, no. Tebow, Tebow would have found a way to mentally move the ball like Dumbledore. He just put his hand out, and he would have just shot the ball out of Rosario's hand and into Flores' glove at first. Dangerous thing to talk about a religious guy and equate him to a wizard. Just throwing it out there. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's a bit dangerous. Dumbledore was a pretty good wizard. Guy would live to be like 800-something years old. What is he, Yoda? I don't, well, him, no, 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 no. Dumbledore was like 175. Yeah, no, Yoda was 800. Yeah. Yoda was a Jedi. Luckily, he was still bouncing off walls like he was a spry 35. You know, and here's the thing. One real quick thing about Yoda. You know, Yoda lived like 800-something years old. Luke finds him like at the like a week before he, sorry, spoiler alert. He finds him like a week before he dies. Mm, I found something you have. How, have you no more questions? How does, how does Yoda not go, waiting for you I have. Didn't think you would get here. Took your own sweet-ass time. Hmm? No. I mean, really, it's like a week before. It's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm trying to stay alive in this planet that's full of gunk and swamp, and I'm eating a bunch of crap, and you wait till now to show up, you whiny-ass little kid. Wow. Well, Luke was pretty whiny. If somebody was just tuning in, they would think you were talking about Terry Collins. I, <laughs> My hey, ears are burning. I don't know why he was crying. They told me Wilmer was crying. I said, why is he crying? I left In the game, I left him. No, get that's him, the old ball Get him, coach. I did not. Well, I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, you drifted uh, Spurrier. Yeah, well, you know, left uh, left him in the game. Just uh, decided to leave him in. It's a Major League Baseball debut. No, that's uh, uh, how it's going to go. If Steve Spurrier married Terry Collins, this is how it'll go. This is how they talk. Wow. All right, then. That's, that's a pretty new impression. Steve Spurrier and Terry Collins in one. Yeah, I think you could leave that one behind. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox or get in on Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's on Twitter. At how about a fresca? Uh, meanwhile, as Ahmed Rosario makes the first error of his Major League Baseball career, in hey, front we of got me. to we got to see it live yeah, here yeah. in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Yeah. Everybody, come on! So yeah. he cost his teammate a no hitter. Yeah, potentially going to give up the, the tie game here. Yeah, yeah. potentially going to lose. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm not so sure he got his first hit tonight. To be honest with you, uh, no, no, he got his first. They hit. were so in a hurry to go grab that ball down the line and hold it for him in the dugout. <laughs> what are they going to do? Not give it? He beat out. A, he beat out a hit. But did he really? Yeah, I he, think the yes, throw was did. already down the line before he was there. He hey, still would beat it out. Jerome Walton won a Rookie of the Year award on beating <laughs> out hits and bunt singles. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Ahmed Rosario yeah. instead of a double play and the Mets having two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Instead, the Rockies have first and second and nobody out. And right now, Dodger fans are going, gee, thanks. Thanks, Ahmed. Yeah, we'll make sure that Darvish gives you something on Friday night. Oh, by the way, you Darvish making his first start Friday night against the Mets. And Frank has already tweeted in the show, Jason, do this in your Berman voice. So I have to. On Friday, they will be renaming the song, You York, You York. TJ. I can't wait for you to call in sick Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I just won't show up on Friday. I'm hey, sure you won't. Show won't. Up. I mean, Frostburg's, out the Mets. Frostburg's got a jersey on the way. Maybe I'll fly all the way back to New York just for the game and hold up a sign that says Frostburg that, sucks. Wow. I'll go right behind the right behind home plate, and then whenever they're going to pitch, I'll hold the sign up so they can't not show it. Frostburg sucks. I'll hold it down. You'd be the only one out Frostburg the Frostburg sucks. Hold it down. <laughs> Frostburg sucks. Hold it down. With a big lightning bolt logo on it. <laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> uh, agitating. Uh, but. Oh, there it is. And there it is. There's a walk-off for the Rockies, and the Mets lose, and the Rockies win, and Ahmed Rosario, now he stinks. Now, now we're going to just. This guy's a bum. I'm going to have the Get daily news and the. <laughs> And the post, and I'm just going to be updating their websites to see what the headline is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Ahmed. No, that's a better one. Oh, Ahmed. Ahmed. Ahmed, yo. Oh, no holy Rosario for the Mets. Rosario Dawson, the daredevil. His, nah, that's it's tough. Too much. Hey, Rosario is tough. Yeah. All right. So. Thanks, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, but it's only one game. I mean, you know, it's only, okay, he stinks. He's a stiff. I always knew this about that. I'm they sorry. Stink. Worst MLB debut in history. We got, we got to get rid of him. We got to get rid of him. That's what I'm saying. We just get rid of the guy. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Everybody who said, what are the Mets waiting for? Why aren't they bringing this guy up now? It's We brought him up too soon. He needed some more seasoning down at AAA. I don't know why we brought him up. I don't know why we did it. We shouldn't have done it. I don't know why. Terry Collins stinks. Sandy Alderson stinks. Everybody stinks. Stink. You stink. I stink. You all stink. Harmon, you stink, and your feet stink. Thank you. But <laughs> the big... <laughs> don't worry, LeVar. We'll get to you. <laughs> we'll get to LeVar Ball coming up in less than 10 minutes, I promise you. We will. Maybe a big ball, bar- big ball of barbecue? Maybe we'll all have a nice big snack? Big ball is chicken. Oh, I'd love to have some. But... The other big highlight of the night, it is still trending on Twitter, hours after he made this catch. In what many people who are all Indians fans or Red Sox fans are saying is the game of the year in Major League Baseball, Red Sox win on a walk-off home run in the ninth inning to beat the Indians 12-10. However, the highlight of the game, this play, and may, and absolutely the catch of the year, and you're already getting people who know baseball, who I trust, say, I don't know that I've seen a better catch. John Paul Morosi already has said tonight, I don't know that I've seen a better catch on television than this. Pitch to Ramirez is swung on, and that's driven high and deep. Right center field, Jackson back, leaps at the bullpen wall, and he goes flipping over the wall. Did he catch the ball? Jackson gets up, and he has the baseball. Austin Jackson with the catch of the year. So there it is. Red Sox Radio Network on the call, or Indians Radio Network on the call. Jackson's catch is simply incredible. He goes flipping over the wall. He's a, I mean, that could have been an expletive, the, short, the way he called that. The, <laughs> and then you see the video, and it's like, wait, he really went over the wall. He goes to the, short, the short wall in right center field, fully extends himself, Catches the ball, does a flip, lands in the bullpen, and Mike Harmon, the hater of haters, captain of Team Haterade, master of hatred, ruling the kingdom of hate. Yes. With steel zaps of lightning coming out of his eyes wow. is Mike Harmon, who that? says, yeah, that's a nice catch. That's a home run. Hey, he went into the bullpen. He's out of the field to play. Home run. <laughs> you blew it! Jeter's, Jeter's catch, foul ball. <laughs> Got to keep a foot on the field to play. Yes, let your hate overcome you. And I understand the ground rules. You can save your tweets at Swollen Dome. I get it. It's a home run. Take it's your- just saying, in my world, it's a great effort. Good job, good effort. Take your father's lightsaber and strike me down. 
fulfill your destiny. Got to finish the balance and fall back into the field of play. <laughs> he Look, I understand what you're saying. If a guy doesn't catch the ball in the field of play, it's a home run. But why would you want to take away from a guy that makes a catch like that? It's not like it's in the Bugs Bunny. I mean, the way you set it up, too. Hey, he went to the short wall. I mean, come on. You're diminishing it yourself. Well, well, I got to say, how does he go over a wall? I don't want people to think. (laughs) He climbed. He's Spider-Man. He he, climbed a wall. He climbed over the green monster. I didn't think you could do it. I thought that was like a really high wall, like in left field. But apparently. He had special cleats made. I listened to that lunatic Mets fan. He told me on the radio, we climbed over the green monster. I mean, that's a long way to climb. But, you know, if you got spikes, you can get right into it because it's kind of soft and you go up and maybe you'll catch it. I don't know, but I mean, but that's what he said. Nah, he reached into his utility belt and he climbed the wall like Batman <laughs> used to in the 1960s. If this was Bugs Bunny Batman. If it was Bugs Bunny against the Gas House Gorillas and Bugs Bunny, the, one of the guys hit a ball and Bugs Bunny got in a cab and got all the way to the Statue of Liberty and caught the ball, alright, you're outside the park, that's a home run. But why do you want to take away from a guy? Why, 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 why is it? Why is this something you want to plant your flag on and say it's a home run? Why do you want to be the coach who's standing in the dugout, arms folded, spitting, chewing tobacco out, wearing your jaunty Connie Mac hat? Yeah. And Austin Jackson comes back and says, "What do you think, Skip?" And he goes, "Here you go. Nice catch. It's a home run. Can't convince me otherwise. Got to stay in the field to play." Now, conversely, I claim him because Austin Jackson was a member of the White Sox, just like I claim Tim Raines. Going into the Hall of Fame this past weekend. You claim Ken Griffey? Yeah, Ken Griffey, one of ours. That's right. Hall of Famer. No question about it. Now, Austin Jackson, White Sox. I mean, that's superior athleticism on display. But, yes, I I would change the ground rules in my world. You have to fall back into the field to play. Wow, look at you. You just want to hate on people making great plays. It's a fantastic effort. But you don't get anything. Uh, Professor Harmon here, I, I, I turned in my paper. Yep. Wow, this is a great paper. Uh, wow, 20 pages. Yep, that's Everything good. is great. Uh, you forgot to put your name in the upper right-hand corner. That's an F. But but I did all this work, and I wrote, yeah, but I like the name you in the can't. upper right-hand corner. Hey. Rules are rules. Professor Harmon. Impressive. No partial credit. No extra credit. Right? Wrong. Fall back into the field of play. Strike me down and take your father's place. You get nothing. Now, that's you Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, Willy Wonka you know, comes you back. Don't go from, yes. You don't go from hey, Return of the Jedi to Willy no, Wonka. No, you tell me, and, and you can answer this. I'll throw on Twitter, in the chocolate And how about a fresca at Swollen Dome on Twitter? Who's more evil, Darth Vader or Willy Wonka? Willy Wonka's one of the most vicious villains in all of movie history. He's trying to give chocolate to everybody. You get and Nothing. the children are disappeared well, one by one. Yeah, but then they turn out to be okay in the end. Sorry, spoiler alert. And how much but money he terrorized them the entire way. How much money Darth Vader and the Emperor slaughtered millions of innocent, well, not millions, but plenty of innocent Jedi and, and did all kinds of crazy-ass stuff that was much worse than, you know, terrorizing children on, on film for an hour Yeah, but you know he's the bad guy. Willy Wonka's not set up as the bad guy. But he's a good guy who looks like the bad guy and looks like a crazy guy who turns out to be a good guy. How much money does Charlie get at the end? I don't know that he actually has cash consideration. He gets, he gets everything at the end. Can't does he have to be in a world of hate and, try. and run, run it with an iron fist like Wonka? <laughs> I run... <laughs> I run this chocolate factory and a glass elevator with an iron fist. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Uh, I lied a few minutes ago. I lied. We got LeVar Ball coming. <laughs> What's that for? Oh, boy. This is just one of those shows. We got LeVar Ball coming up in 15 minutes. I'm out! I'm out! But straight ahead, a very special guest who may talk Major League Baseball trade deadline fallout with us or having sex in the clubhouse. We're not quite sure. That's next. And stop playing this song, Fox. Stop! (laughs) Go to commercial! (laughs) Oh, my God. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 what? minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more what? info, visit geico.com. Yeah. Tomato soup running down my throat. Yeah, <laughs> spit it out. Big night in Major League Baseball. Ahmed Rosario makes his Major League debut, makes an error in the ninth <laughs> inning. Next batter hits a walk-off. Nice win. Mets lose. Possibly the game of the year between the Red Sox and the Indians, featuring what... Easily is the catch of the year. How great of a play was it? And a big shock. Sit down. The Dodgers win again. No. Joining us now on the hotline, your man for anything you want to know, longtime Major League Baseball insider. You want to talk baseball. You want to talk superheroes, Marvel, DC, sex in the clubhouse. There's no Your man is baseball insider Seth Everett and friend of the show. What's happening, Seth? What's going on, guys? You literally said the biggest stories in baseball and then followed it with Ahmed Rosario. Dude, come on. We, what you, does a Brewer fan have to do? Uh, Poop fest. Not playing Milwaukee. That's what has to happen. <laughs> I mean, Ahmed Rosario, really? It, it, it was an infield hit. Go Rockies. That's what, How about that? How about the intestinal fortitude of those Colorado Rockies how, how who are about, now have a new goal? They want to host the wild card game. <laughs> I like you. You know what? I'm going to let that slide because you quoted a gorilla monsoon yes. with intestinal fortitude. So I'll, I'll, I'll let that go for you. That's a big thing in clubhouses. A lot of people talk about intestinal fortitude. That, There's also yeah. a joke in, in a clubhouse that, you know, when a guy says, um, uh, with, you know, when it's a travel day and they're getting ready to hit a plane, it's called keep the line moving. That's a big thing. Like people will say, they'll you go up to the plate and you'll hear from the dugout, "Come on, come on, keep the line moving, keep the line moving." It's funny. I say that's that at home. That's my, you know, that's my title. Keep the <laughs> executive that's in Harmon charge of dead. keep the line moving. <laughs> hey, so did you see uh, Austin Jackson's catch tonight? Yeah, I saw. It. He's it's great, man. He's he, he's he, he's a great kid. he's a great outfielder. Um, you know, there's, it's funny. Defense is getting overshadowed in baseball. And whenever there's something defensively that happens, and I've talked to a lot of players. When I was in Miami for the All-Star game, I literally asked, I would say, 22 players, is it harder to play defense in 2017? They all, like, I would say three-quarters of them said yes because you are standing around watching strikeout after strikeout after strikeout, and all you do is turn your back because it's home runs. So if you're going to incorporate defense into this game, I just think it's a better sport when you have plays like Austin Jackson. Harmon doesn't think it should have been a home run. Uh, it should have been a catch. He thinks if you go into the if you leave the field of play, it should automatically be ruled a home run and not a catch. Just in Harmon's alternate universe. Yeah. Been, I understand been, the rule. It's been 100 years like they've had that. That's not a new rule. That's not like uh, instant replay or something. No, no, no. He wants that to be the rule. He thinks that should be it. If you leave the field of play, it I'm should I'm texting Manfred right now. <laughs> 
I'm an innovator. You got to get, get keep one get foot down. On the line. I want to replay Jeter's catch. Wow, that's a foul ball. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We know you know Bud Seeley. You're texting Manfred. He's going to think you're cheating on him. Manfred and I. <laughs> look, look, I can. I, my greatest Rob Manfred story is very simple. In 2002, <laughs> when there was the almost strike, Rob Manfred used to come out. We would stake out Park Avenue waiting for announcements, and he would come out with pizza. And one time, he brought a beer. I've had beers with Rob Manfred. I've never had a beer with Bud Selig. You should put that on your Twitter page. I've had a beer with Rob Manfred, never with Bud Selig. Sounds like right, the title well, of a texting, book. I'm texting Manfred. Is it okay if I write? Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you can't text Selig because I don't even think the guy has a cell phone. <laughs> Man, Bud? Well, I mean, you, you, also under his watch, they invented BAM. So I, I will say that he has a little something about technology. It's also a Hall of Famer, Bud Selig now. That's right, that's right. He is a Hall of Famer. He may or may not have been booed. Uh, Let's talk about the trade deadline deals that weren't made. To me, it's always the the best when there's a little bit of hand-wringing. That's going on in Houston where Dallas Keuchel says, hey, everybody else is getting better. We stood pat, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, the guy who's not happy about it is Francisco Liriano. (laughs) <laughs> He's their Wait, game you traded, starter now. You, tra- you traded for me. Yeah, you're not nearly enough. <laughs> you're not enough. You go. You back were a down. long time ago. Not now. Keep, keep the line moving. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> you know they tried. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Marcus Stroman went off the market. Garrett Cole went off the market. The asking price for Johnny Cueto was ridiculous. Like, what were the Astros supposed to do? Like, they're not giving up George Springer. For any of these guys, you know, it just doesn't exist. And for Keuchel, this is the thing that Keuchel needs to realize. Does he not want to start game one? Because that's the only game that they are focused on between now and October. There is literally nothing to play for. And I'm sorry, but if his reaction was you, Darvish, I'm disappointed in the Texas Rangers, too. And I know that, look, you guys won't have me on your L.A. show. It's fine. But. (laughs) You Darvish was a gift. That was an absolute gift. You got you Darvish from a Texas club that 10 minutes ago was in a pennant race. And all of a sudden, you didn't have to give up a top pitching prospect. A pitcher might be one of the players to be named later. They always stink. Longtime baseball insider, nobody better to have fun with than Seth Everett with us here on the Jason Smith Show. And just, oh, by the way, when we fill in in L.A. in the mornings, it's the Dodgers station. We have people with the Dodgers that, you know, that's the people no, that no, we no. put on. We can have these shenanigans in daylight hours. No, I, it's okay. I'm not Batman. I don't have to only come on at night. <laughs> I'm picturing you when you get ready to do the hit with us. You, you, get, you put on your cape and cowl, and you're actually talking to us now in a Batman outfit. <laughs> it's time to go to work, Robin. I got a new DC app. I've been sending Frostberg all these emojis, these uh, superhero emojis. I'm going to start sending them to you now. They're totally not safe for work, by the way. <laughs> That's an alternate universe right there. <laughs> right now, Seth Seth has a Batman uh, cape and cowl on, a phone in one hand, and Iron Man's glove on the other hand, and he's looking at both of them equally in both hands. That's what Iron Man. You know, have I ever told you my Iron Man story? Uh, wait, wait, you met Iron Man? No, my oh. wife was working at Marvel when they decided to announce that they were creating Marvel Studios. This is just how stupid I was. And she comes home from work one day and says, you know, you're not going to believe this. They're going to make their own movie. They're going to finance their own movie. They're going to make it about Iron Man. 
I said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I said, Iron Man is easily the most boring comic book character that ever has been created. And in order to make him somewhat interesting, they made him an alcoholic. <laughs> Two months later, Robert Downey Jr. was cast. Forget that. Yeah. The first two minutes of the movie, you go, wow, this is a really good movie. And suddenly it was, I should have invested in that movie. No, well, Iron Man 3, I walked out and said, finally, I'm right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They still got your money. (laughs) Just like I was right on Friday the 13th, part eight. Now they've gone too far. (laughs) Hey, uh, one more. You know, a bit of serious thing tonight that looks like it's okay. And and you were tweeting about this earlier. Max Scherzer hits a home run amazing in the first inning, then comes out next soreness and has to leave the game for the Nationals. I mean, right now, it's supposedly it's okay, but it goes to show you that, you know, hey, with pitching, this is why you load up, because pitching can leave you in a second. Absolutely. You know, just to clarify the Darvish point, I only thought, once I saw Clayton Kershaw playing catch, I did not think you Darvish was coming to Los Angeles. That being said, they're going to embrace him so well in Los Angeles, he'll never leave. The argument for Scherzer you know, this just goes to show you how pitchers, you know, whenever you have a position player that plays hurt, it's considered heroic. Think Kirk Gibson for your L.A. show tomorrow. But then when you're a pitcher, the mechanics of it get so thrown off that if anything is bothering you, it can lead to an arm problem. So for Max Scherzer, even if it's a sore neck, and my buddy who at the Nationals texted me, and he immediately said flat out, uh, it's not a big deal. It's just a minor thing. He slept on it wrong. He's going to be fine. And don't get on me for saying people texted me, folks. Jay Glazer does it all the time. So the, the idea is pitching is so futile because the mechanics of it have to be just so that any time a pitcher conceals an injury, he is absolutely idiotic. So the numbskulls on Twitter that were saying Scherzer needs to toughen up, the minute you're on that mound, if you throw one pitch that doesn't feel right, get off the mound. You can follow him on Twitter at Seth underscore Everett. That's at Seth underscore Everett, longtime baseball insider. Also, his Sports with Friends and Hall of Justice podcast, and a man who told George Lucas Star Wars, that's never going to fly. The effects are not ready. <laughs> Go back and do another American graffiti. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Seth, you may take off your Batman cape and cowl now. Thank you very much. Appreciate hey, I'll be it. listening in the morning. Don't right. worry. You have my number. <laughs> you got it, buddy. See you, we'll buddy. To you. There goes Seth Everett. Iron Man, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> well, you know. That's, a, that's like when Steve Ballman held up the iPhone and said, who's going to want to put all their information and knowledge on a phone? And you saw their earnings today. The best quarter they've had yeah. in quite some time. Yeah, and, and Iron Man turned out pretty good, too. Turned out all right. Favreau <laughs> knew what he was doing. <laughs> 877 on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, I am going to compliment LeVar Ball. I'm, I'm, I'm not making that. There's nothing in the middle of that. You okay, buddy? I am going to compliment. Relax. LeVar Ball. But first, here's what's trending. When I was eight, this is my favorite song in the world. Oh, yeah. Five Seconds Star Wars Dance Party. Album, yes. Fox Sports Radio. I bet you could do the electric slide to this song. Right now, in your head, you're 
pretending to roller skate. Oh, it's, I'm, it's 1978. I'm watching Charlie's Angels and listening to the Star Wars disco theme. Why are you doing the Carlton? Uh, no, no, I was doing the electric <laughs> slide, but I can't stand up and do it, so i got to do it in my, Why? Oh, in my that's chair. that's the worm. No, no, no. The wor- I could never do the worm. I would break my <laughs> neck the first time I tried to do the worm. I could never do the Please worm. Please do the worm. <laughs> I could... <laughs> I could, you know, screw you, Frostburg. How about that? I could pop and lock a little bit. I but can I, pop and lock. But I can't do the words. Words you never thought no, you'd I, hear no, I could pop from the and, Geico Studios here. I could pop and lock and robot a tiny bit. Like your Papa pop. Doc? Uh, no, pop, no. Papa Doc who never rapped. <laughs> but he was a legend. <laughs> we just did about 10 things there in 10 seconds. This is the Jason Gotta Smith Show. Gotta follow the whole show. This, if you miss any of it, you can download it in its entirety. Right after the show is over, go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, download it all, listen to it. It's there. Rate us. Give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever and ever. Thanks to Seth Everett for stopping by a few minutes ago. I always think thanks, I think, to Seth Everett. No, we, we thank him. <laughs> They're making Iron Man. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. That's the best story ever. <laughs> yeah, they're going to make a new Star Wars movie. That's that's a load of crap. No one's going to go see Why that. Why would you bother? You had three perfect films. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to compliment LeVar Ball. You feeling okay, buddy? I, I am, but here's why I'm complimenting him. Because now you, it's like you're going to beg him to come on the no, show. No, 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 no. I st- No, he's still a bad guy. He's still a Kardashian. Number one, he can't get on the line because Drew Brees is still on hold. <laughs> He's it's a, like the bat phone. Look, it's just Drew Brees sitting there for weeks. As, as we said a few days ago, he's a Kardashian. And oh, by the way, congratulations to people who are taking my LeVar Ball's a Kardashian take and turning it into an online thing tonight. You had that a long time yeah, ago. Congratulations yeah. on, on taking that idea. You can send part of your check to me, care of Fox Sports Radio. So, but I'm going to compliment him because this is one thing he does very well. For some unknown reason, Michael Jordan at a kids' basketball camp yesterday decided to respond to LeVar Ball's assertion from a few months ago that he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. LeVar Ball said, oh, I'd get Michael up in the air, and he wouldn't know how to defend me, and I I would beat him. And Michael Jordan, for some reason, decided, let's give LeVar Ball more airtime, and he said, oh, I would kill him in a game of one-on-one. So now it gets out that Michael Jordan responds to LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball goes on the really big show in Cleveland and talks about Michael Jordan responding to his boast that he could beat him one-on-one. Look at everybody, man. Everybody used to say, yo, I think Will Chamberlain is better than Shaq. I think Oscar Robinson is better than uh, Le- uh, LeBron. Now the story is Michael Jordan is LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. Come on, I ain't even played basketball in the pros, and they talking about me and Michael Jordan. That's what I'm talking about. He's talking about beating him with one leg. Well, guess what? I can beat him with one hand. Now we both look like we out there, like like we can't play. What about you or Gronk? Who is better? Who's better? Me or Gronk? Yeah, you oh. or Gronkowski. You were a tight end. Gronkowski can't hang with me back in my heyday. Too fast, too strong, too fast. I mean, jump. I mean, just an athlete. Hey, Boston! <laughs> so there's LeVar Ball on the really big show in Cleveland, WKNR. Jordan says, I could beat LeVar Ball on one leg. And there's LeVar Ball saying, I did it with, I could beat him with one hand. And then, who was better tight end? Because LeVar Ball is a tight end, oh, by the way, was in Jets camp for a nanosecond a long time ago in the early 90s. So there's that. But this is why I'm complimenting LeVar Ball. You heard him in his statement there. Oh, people make all these 
comparisons. Chamberlain's better than Shaq. Oscar Robertson better than LeBron. Now people are saying LeVar is better than Michael Jordan. No one's saying that. You decided to say it. What he does is something that is a strategy that if it works, it pays immediate dividends for you. Remember in American Idol a few years ago, Nicki Minaj and, and, and Mariah Carey were the new judges? Mm-hmm. And Nicki Minaj was kind of up and coming. And Mariah Carey, of course, diva, one of the greatest uh, um, singers of all time. And Nicki Minaj started a feud with, with her. And all that did was elevate her because you take on Mariah Carey, who is a huge deal in the music business. Well, and hell, you may not you may see that in media sometimes. I mean, hey. Yeah, there's nobody what a pass, bigger. Guys. It's the philosophy of taking on the biggest person and if they give you the time of day, you've won. Because someone who you should just who should just dismiss you has decided to engage you. So here's LeVar Ball saying Oh, yeah, I could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. And look at him just putting his name next to these people. Oscar Robertson, Wilt Chamberlain. And now he's talking about Shaq and Kareem and now LeVar and Michael Jordan. He's putting his name next to Michael Jordan's like they're equal. Meanwhile, it's like me, that, that's like me saying, you know, my wealth, you know, you look, you know I, I, I make a good amount of money. Bill Gates makes a good amount of money. He and I both, you know, do well. I mean, but just by saying it, I'm putting myself next to a guy that makes a lot of money. And meanwhile, there's no comparison. But that's what LeVar Balter, because he's throwing out bait and he's seeing who catches it. And he throws this out there, and, and Michael Jordan decides to find and he's won. Because now you're talking about him, and you're mentioning LeVar Ball like you're mentioning the greats. Charles Barkley, LeVar went nuts. Charles Barkley took the bait. Shaquille O'Neal did a whole song about LeVar Ball. All of these things. This has been the best part of LeVar Ball's strategy. I'm going to keep knocking at guys who are bigger that should just dismiss me and not give me the time of day, but I got lucky because everybody decided I'm going to weigh in, and I'm going to say this about him and this about him, and now I've won. And now the Gronk thing, how long will that play for? Because, hey, who is better, you or Gronk? Now suddenly LeVar Ball's name is mentioned with Gronk, who could go down as the greatest tight end in NFL history as long as he stays healthy when it's all said and done. This is a brilliant part of LeVar Ball strategy, and I always say the same thing. No matter how I feel about somebody, I never fault them if they have a good strategy. This part of the strategy for LeVar Ball is great, and it's been working to a T. No, it's been brilliant because it gets more segments on radio, gets more segments on television, gets your name out there. It diffuses, if only momentarily, from any of the asinine jackassery in which he engages. Here's just... Here, I'm going to name a bunch of famous people and throw myself in the mix, and, hey, you guys run with it. I mean, the, the Shaquille O'Neal, the Charles Barkley, two guys that a lot of the stuff, you just say, all right, they're entertainers, so they get in. But it it gets further, and now he's got a diss track that's been written about him, and that becomes a calling card. Michael Jordan engaging. I would have never thought in a million years that you'd have any mention or response from Jordan, that he'd just give you that raised eyebrow, kind of like The Rock before The Rock, because Jordan used to do that long, long ago, mm-hmm. and that would be the end of it. He yeah. wouldn't say a word. So, yeah, it's, it's a winning strategy, and if nothing else, it got people away from, from the referee controversy and everything else and got back to, oh, look, it's light and funny LeVar Ball stuff, unless Tw- it isn't. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Phone number is 877 on Fox. Coming up next, a big story about Colin Kaepernick today. You got to see past the headline for for the real value. That's next. Jason Smith, Michael Harmon, Fox Sports Radio.
The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Go to geico.com. This is a 30-second commercial. I'm going to throw some numbers at you, but stay with me. In 15 minutes, you can save that kind of money, 15%. The company's been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company's Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for the numbers. 54321i. I'm out of time. So while Ray Lewis was busy today giving Colin Kaepernick advice about coming back to the NFL, and which he said, stop doing your social media activism stuff, it was revealed earlier today on NFL Network that Colin Kaepernick has crept into the top 50 of most popular NFL jerseys. Mm-hmm. Peter Schrager had this story as an exclusive, and he went on to say he's the only player in the top 50 most popular jersey sales without a team. Can I raise my hand on this real uh, quickly? The the floor recognizes Michael Harmon, Democratic senator from California. I don't know, I don't have a party affiliation on my no, own. No, but that that's from all right, it was from Green Day. Oh, okay. The floor recognizes a senator from Well, without it, you know, do yeah, yeah, yeah. You're building oh, up sorry, for me. I mean, I need, I need do, the music do, underneath do, me. Do, Thank you. I need to do, 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 <laughs> Exactly. I need the music bed. No, here's the thing. Now, you're, you've seen me wear my jersey T-shirt of Jay Cutler. Yeah. Around here. That yeah. I, I bought for five bucks. Right, right, right. Right after he was, well, didn't sign and eventually came to work for Fox, where he'll start calling games, and I believe week one will be working Bears Atlanta. And there was a giant rack of jerseys and jersey T-shirts. Jersey T-shirts were 5 bucks. The jerseys were 15 On the next rack was half Tony Romo of the same, <laughs> and the other half of that rack was Kaepernick of the same. Oh. So I'm wondering in terms of sales, are we, are we, are we counting dollars? Are we nothing? Look, people are still buying them, but it's – Still just a question. You're of, talking overall sales. Overall, you're, you're talking I'm talking overall about overall sales, sales and, and where we're number at and how jerseys. we're doing numbers. Yeah, are no, we talking number numbers of jerseys? Of jersey? Are yeah. we talking revenue? What are we talking here? Yeah, I, I believe they do it by number of jerseys. But still, even if you're selling it, that's pretty good. People are running with this story, and you're running with it incorrectly. Again, he's the only one without a team, implying that, see, all other 49 guys all have a team, and Kaepernick doesn't. He's being blackballed. Just stop. Kaepernick is popular. Okay, let's not confuse popularity with being good. Oh, by the way, Tony Romo is number 12 on this list. Tony Romo's retired. All right, so let's just stop for a second with, oh, yep, Kaepernick's being blackballed. You want to know who 40 through 50 are on this list? Here are the guys 40 through 50. Jarvis Landry, is he 50 times better than Colin Kaepernick and, and more desirable for an NFL team? Of course he is. Tyler Lockett, same way. Matthew Stafford, Cam Chancellor, Brandon Marshall, Doug Baldwin, Jared Goff, second-year quarterback for the Rams. Of course he's going to be there and be popular. Demarius Thomas, Kirk Cousins. These are the guys all 40 through 50. All right, All these guys are immensely better than Colin Kaepernick. Of course they're going to have jobs instead of Kaepernick. This is about being popular. It's not about being good. He's... A popular guy, but that's where it ends. 
because he's not a good player. You know who's high on the list right now? Marshawn Lynch. How good is Marshawn Lynch? Nobody wanted the guy. Okay, but he's popular because he just comes back, and now people are buying well, his jersey. And it's, and it's a New Jersey. Yeah, you can't right? tell me Marshawn I mean, Lynch is great. Nobody wanted to sign him. He was either coming back with the Raiders or not. And everybody said, yeah, go ahead. You've been away from the game for a year. Uh, I think we're okay with that. But don't confuse being popular with being good. 48 of the people on this list outside of Marshawn Lynch and Tony Romo are all fantastic football players still playing, and any team with a choice of any one of these guys or Colin Kaepernick would take one of these guys. So Kaepernick is popular. He's not good. Uh, shows support of him and people behind his cause and behind what the message that he, he's put out. And, and certainly uh, over the course of time, we've seen activism in terms of putting his money into the community. So you're going to lend yourself to some of the sales and without other, other apparel, I guess, official merchandise. You go to the jersey, still with the name on the back, even if it's no longer an active jersey. It's part of his legacy, and you show support in that way. I get it. It's it's part of it. But it does not mean, look, he sells jerseys, get him in a uniform, that it, it immediately becomes a moneymaker. I'm not saying, look, it might be, but it's one of many considerations along the way in this process. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca, that's Twitter. At how about a fresca? I don't care if his jersey is number one; it doesn't matter. It's about being popular, and it's about and you know what? This gets into a conversation in Kaepernick we can have a little bit next hour as well, which is how much of a distraction is he really if he's popular and it's not that big a deal that he is protesting and kneeling for the national anthem. But right now, again, don't confuse it. Being popular is not the same as being good. It's like I say all the time: if you have a big name. It doesn't mean you're good at what you do, whether it's radio, TV, or something else. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Coming up next, we'll get back into a big NFL story that's just gotten bigger and bigger over the past few hours. Fox. Final hour of the show, yay. the Jason Smith Show. Why Why you play yay all the time? I mean, well, I mean, should, shouldn't you want a, the show to be another four hours? It's I, like, yay, I can't wait to go home, Alex Tyson. I really do. I just don't think LeBron's a fan. Oh. Well, it doesn't sound I mean, like that. I could play this instead. It's, but every time you say it, you play the, yeah, like, ah, I can't wait to get out of here. Allegedly. And go get a horse meat sandwich. <laughs> I can't wait for that. A lot Jeez. of protein. Yeah, is it 10.54 yet? It's <laughs> two words, safe harbor. Jason Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More information, please visit geico.com. Uh, the major league debut for Ahmed Rosario went like this. He went one for four, cost Steven Matz his no-hitter in the fifth. Poop fest. And then made an error in the bottom of the ninth inning. That resulted in the next batter hitting a walk-off single. You blew it! So, as Berman would say, TJ, better days ahead for Ahmed Rosario. Dawson, certainly a creek to be crossed. By the Mets. It was an ugly game. And Rosario. TJ. One of my favorite Beatles songs is, I have to admit, it's getting better. And then in the background, I go, it can't get much worse. (laughs) So that and any cover of that has been pretty good. Yeah. So there you have it for Rosario. He had that great, hey, I'm, I'm coming up and I'm ready and I'm excited to be part of the Mets. 
And tonight he, he gave you some things that people are going to give him some pointers. Well, but at least, though, I have this. Swing and Max hits it in the air to deep left field. Oh. This one's way back. It's going. It's going. It is gone. Goodbye. Max Scherzer has hit his first career big league home run. Usually the only way to get booed at a Mets game is to be the Mets. You think I would have seen it. Frostburg gets in my ear. Hey, we have Rosario's first major league hit for you. Oh, okay, great. I'll get it. And I was like a big <laughs> fish with a hook in my mouth. Like, oh, great. Wait, no, no, no. See, that's, uh, that's, that's like him saying, <laughs> hey, you know, we have that field goal that put him ahead in the third quarter. <laughs> you should have seen that coming from a mile away. We have that field goal that you needed right yeah, there. Yeah, well, let's, let's have that infield hit. Yeah. No. So, it's not going to do that. You're surprised. Could have been Conforto. I mean, there's Could have 14 been a lot of people, Mike. different things. You're of... assuming we rolled on the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> there is that, too. Uh, Nationals Radio Network on the courtesy on that. And just, oh, by the way, real quick, because another big story in baseball tonight has been Max Scherzer. Homered, first career home run for the Nationals tonight, and then left the game, taking them out in the second inning with a neck strain. Tried to warm up, couldn't do it, said he slept funny. Right a lot now, of people immediately going, see, see, pitchers hitting. <laughs> so good things, all good things, all good things. So right now, good things for the Nationals because it looks like Scherzer's going to be okay. It's a next train. He's going to be reevaluated. But this shows you about you can never have too much pitching when you're going for it all. Like, why Why did we say the Dodgers needed to go get you, Darvish? Because you have no idea what the rotation is going to look like in October. You're thinking Kershaw. It looks like he's going to be back a little sooner than expected, so that's good. But you don't know if Rich Hill is going to be healthy, and you don't know if Alex Wood is still going to be a really good pitcher because he's never done this before. He's never pitched like this and sustained it. There's two more months to get to where we're at. You get you Darvish, so you give yourself room. That way, if one of these guys goes out, you're not saying, okay, Ryu, go get him, or okay, Maida, who they tried in the playoffs before and it hasn't worked, go get him now. You need to have options. And so this is what the Dodgers did. They got themselves options in case Kershaw can't come back, in case Wood is not effective, in case Rich Hill gets hurt. Hey, here's you, Darvish. He's the number two guy right away. So now for our number three starter in the playoffs, it can be Wood. It can be Rich Hill. If they both get hurt, well, you know what? There's only so much you can do. But at least that's why you go out and get guys because if Scherzer went out, I mean, that's it for the Nationals. You got Strasburg already with, with health issues with as well. questions. You and don't know exactly you the You lose Scherzer. That, right? You go from being, hey, the Nationals, it's the Nationals-Dodgers, blood on the floor and hair on the walls for seven games. Instead, it's going to be, well, the Nationals may get swept because you're taking Scherzer out of the mix in a season in which he's going to win the Cy Young now. But now he's not. This is if he was hurt, I'm saying. Obviously, sure. he's going to be, it looks like Sounds he's going like to be Sounds like it's okay. just going to be a day-to-day. But if he yeah. was hurt, forget it. The Nationals are cooked without him. Absolutely cooked without him. I mean, you go out, you're going to get Justin Verlander? I mean, that, that No, that's that becomes be the, the big thing. And, and there's going to be more than one team vying for his services as you get to the deadline. Is why you, on the poll you put up, at how about a fresca, and really tried to sell your point. I appreciate it, buddy. Nah. But you didn't want one starting pitcher for the Dodgers. You needed two starting pitchers for the Dodgers. But now you look at Verlander as we get to the August post-waiver trade deadline that perhaps you, you start looking that way. You know, Houston, Dallas Keuchel making some noise, saying, look, Francisco Liriano's not enough. He didn't name him, but said, look, we stood pat while other teams got better, while the Yankees went after 
Sonny Gray, while the Dodgers went and got Darvish. We were good, but, you know, you always think you could use one more. And now you look at Washington, Gio Gonzalez, fantastic, but Strasburg already hurt. Here it looks like it's just going to be a little nagging injury, but shouldn't be anything to cause Scherzer to miss much time. And, again, they're playing for October. They're, they're The next two months, more or less academic, unless an absolute collapse and the bullpen really does a, does a number on what their starters' efforts are. But you, you're looking down the road wondering aloud, okay, you picked up one arm for that pen. Should you have been more active? Should you maybe have come with a better package to the table for some of those starting pitchers? Rumored to be on the move, but then pulled back. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Meanwhile, an NFL story we did a little bit on it last night has mushroomed today. Mm, mushroom. Has mushroomed into a much bigger deal. It was yesterday at a function in which he was answering questions from fans alongside Commissioner Roger Goodell, who was at Jets practice, that Jets rookie safety Jamal Adams, the number 6 overall pick in the draft, who was the best player in the draft, but obviously quarterbacks are going to go earlier, other positions. He had no red flags, and he's been everything the Jets have expected of him. He's talented. He's a leader. He's got no weaknesses. Answering questions yesterday, he was asked about the issue of CTE in the NFL and head injuries and how he would deal with something like that if it happened. And this was a very, very awkward response and then an even more awkward response to his awkward response. I can speak for a lot of guys that play the game. Um, you know, we live and breathe, and this is what, this is what we're so passionate about. Um, literally, I would, if I had a perfect place to die, I would die on the field. I would be at peace. Literally, I would be at peace, and, and that's, not a, that's not a lie. Like, you, it's so much sacrifice that we go through um, as a team and just, just connecting as one and winning ball games. It's nothing like playing the game of football. Since he said that, you hear the, the awkward people clap, die in the field, yeah, clap. I don't know why I'm clapping. I don't know why I'm clapping. Well, I think it triggered in their minds the, he's saying, here's how passionate I am about the game, and Given your druthers, you want to die doing what you love, well, no, right? I, I think you don't want to be. No, no, no. You, know, you don't want to be decrepit and not knowing where you are at at the end. I mean, I think it's the youth speaking to a degree, but also just in the responses. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd want it to be if that's the way you're going to go. You want it to be at the height of something as opposed to uh, I'm done. Now, I think the fans' reaction to it is more of a. I'm validating the fact that I'm okay with watching people do this to themselves. Because, look, you know, CTE is a, is a, is a bad deal, and I want every player to get healthy. I want every player sure. to have a better helmet. But no matter what happens, I'm not going to not watch football. I grew up on football. I love football. I love watching football, and I love watching guys play. I even love watching the Jets when they suck, and I've had a lot of that my entire life. You're going to get to watch but him be part of that this year. People are yeah. People are clapping because, okay, this validates that I'm okay with watching football. I don't need to feel bad about it because these guys are making a choice to play because they love football. And, yes, part of his statement is he's very young. But the other part of it is that he's no different than anybody else. It says, you know what, I'll choose football, and I'll think that it, maybe it's not going to happen to me. It does not happen to all the guys. Right. It's not all the guys who, who are sick. You know, there's a lot of them. But it's not all the guys. Well, you're going to pay some up. price physically. physically yeah, my, my, you know, I have a limp yep. or my my hip. But I've also made 
$60 million over the course of the last 12 years. I mean, there's the going to be trade-offs. most people would, would, would make. Yeah, people, people are okay with doing that because this is the life they want because this is how they're going to make money and take care of their families and do whatever they want to do. That's why we're always going to have football. Not everybody saw the comment the way that he said it in that, look, I'm saying that I want to die in the field because I'm just passionate I'm 21 years old and I don't really know that much about life yet because that's what it is. He's 21. He doesn't know. He's He thinks you know dying is it's still very abstract like it should be when you're 21. You shouldn't think about dying. You shouldn't think about all of it. So it should be abstract. Everybody think, you know, I I never thought about it when I was 21. I thought, yeah, I know someday I'm going to die, but you know, that's a long long time from now and you know, really? Am I really going to you know, you have that bit of uh I can't picture myself dying. So, you know, I I don't think of it in in the frame of hey, it's right in front of me. Like I said, which is how you should do it. But not everybody felt that way. Martellus Bennett today when he heard a Jamal Adams comment said, "Football ain't worth dying for." I ain't dying for blank. And then you had the widow of Justin Strelchek, former lineman with the Steelers, who died as a result of CTE, led police on a horrendous car chase about 10 years ago and crashed into an oil tanker and died, saying, listen, Jamal Adams doesn't know what he's talking about. Living with someone with CTE is awful. CTE is terrible. It got to be such a big deal today that Adams had to clarify his statement from a day ago and say, this was what I meant to say when I talked about dying on the field. My comments were simply for passion, mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, not you know, not one time did I say anything about CTE, um, saying anything negative. I respect it. Um, I understand you know what, what's the you know the uh, outcome of it, um, and I know there's families that are affected. Um, but at the same time, everything's about passion. What I said. He, he's not thinking. He's 21, and I'm not saying this because he's a jet. I would say this if it was anybody. Sure. He just doesn't. You know, he wasn't trying 21? to disrespect anybody. No, I, I think that's one of the things that has to come because th- there was a firestorm, and we have the widow. We had a number of people come out and condemning him. It's like I, I don't think it was that deep. I, re- I really don't think it was this big picture, going point for point uh, and, and lumping everything together. He's speaking just as he had to go back and clarify, just in terms of his passion for the game at this moment. At this juncture in his life, a guy who's now, after playing collegiately, going to get paid to go play football. This is his life right now. And it's and, and no matter what happens, we're always going to have it. People are always going to watch it because we risk stuff all the time. And you know, my default, I always, I always say, in a you can graduate high school in Kentucky, a couple other states, and become a coal miner, right. which is very hazardous to your health. And you can make $75,000 a year when you graduate Yeah, you've been using this analogy for right, a, quite exactly. a while. Yep. But it's not just those people who risk things that decide, okay, I'm 18, I'll be all right, I'll have the right kind of protection, and you know, I'll get the right medical care if I need to, I'll be fine. Make $75,000 a year, the money, oh my God, it's more than I could ever imagine. But we risk stuff all the time. We eat foods that are no good for us. Whether you, you know have, they're bad for wh- 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 you. Yes. Yeah, whether you have a sugar condition, you know what, I shouldn't have ice cream. <laughs> But I'm going to have it. I, you know, if it, maybe there's something bad in horse meat. I don't know. I shouldn't have it, but I do. Cigarettes, same kind of things. We risk stuff all the time with it, but we see it on the football field and we see the results. It's always going to happen. And I'm not going to jump up and down on Jamal Adams because I get what he was saying. And it was an awkward moment. And he said something awkward, but he also shed a light into exactly why people are okay 
with their future if they have a phenomenal front-loaded deal for the next 15, 20 some odd years. People are always going to make that choice. And like I said, people clap because you want to feel okay about watching football. I want to feel okay about watching football too. You know, I wouldn't have clapped, but I want to feel okay about it too. We all do. We're all part of this. But since this is a bit of a, boy, this is reality, and I don't know if I like the reality conversation, coming up next, I'll offer two plans that could maybe not end the problems with CTE, but certainly solve them to an extent that would make everybody breathe a lot easier when it comes to the risks with professional football. We have that and a crazy story about Kobe Bryant we're going to have to. That's coming up next. Jason Smith, Michael Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Taking you back to Stevie Nicks and Gypsy back in 1983. Yeah, this is back when Lindsey Buckingham was done recording with Fleetwood Mac. He was done with the band, wanted a new endeavor, and so it was a period of flux for Fleetwood Mac, but they had this big hit, Gypsy and Stevie Nicks, certainly uh, uh, feeling the full effects, the full spectrum of her musical accompaniment and accomplishment in this one. Now on the way back, (laughs) certainly a couple of big shows out here in Los Angeles. She showed up with Harry Styles to sing Leather and Lace. Yeah, that's right. She used to sing that with Brett Michaels. Apparently not anymore. Well, I'll tell you. She won't sing it with Zane, though. Zane is really the best. Sing it with Zane. Really? Really? Zane? <laughs> you're going you're gonna to go to the <laughs> t- crocodile tears for Zane? <laughs> What's my name? What's my oh, name? Oh, no, 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 no. Uma. What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Uma. So the Jamal Adams story has been... A big hot-button topic the last 24 hours. The Jets safety rookie who said to the crowd assembled at Jets practice a day ago doing a little Q&A with some fans said that in response to questions about CTE and, 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 and debilitating injuries, he said the perfect place for him to die would be the football field. And he got a little bit of applause after it, which made for an awkward moment. Many people have weighed in on it since he said that he had to put out another statement today saying listen i'm just passionate about the game martellus bennett says i love football but i ain't dying for this blank and you had other people weighing in about the dangers of cte and not to be so glib so while we talked about the implications of his words a few minutes ago now i'll offer two possibilities to maybe not fix it entirely but fix injuries like concussions debilitating injuries to at least keep them down to, I don't want to say an acceptable level, but at a smaller level than they're at. If you're going to keep playing football, people are going to get hurt. It's violent. It's a contact sport. Two ideas. Number one, three concussions and out. If you're diagnosed with three concussions as an NFL player, you have to medically retire. You still get your salary paid out through insurance, which the NFL will will gladly keep that out. Hey, insurance is going to pay it. This is what they do. They pay their premiums and companies pay. Many players would still try to hide their concussions, but with the hopeful vigilance of team doctors and and independent concussion evaluators, you you could get that. Now, a lot of people would have their careers cut short. Conversely, a lot of people would be able to still feed themselves and put on shirts and have somewhat of a normal life later on in life. So there is that trade-off. 
So there's that one. That might not be seen as popular, so I'll give you this one in addition to it. The NFL becomes like college. You have four years to play in the National Football League. Salaries can increase. Everybody can make a really good salary because no one's signing. You have to worry about guys with five, six, seven-year contracts. You play four years, and then you have to retire from the National Football League. Not only will that help you, you'll be able to play in the NFL, make money, because like I said, you know, owners don't have to worry about paying guys for, hey, you know, here's someone needs $150 million as a quarter. You can pay everybody. The lowest paid guy on your team can do really well and can make probably between 5 and $10 million in four years, which is pretty bleeping good. You play four years. You can even figure out with your team can pay out money. Don't have to get it all in four years. You can say, listen, I've signed this deal. I'm a really good player. I'm a really good quarterback. I want a new two-year deal, and I'm getting $25 million. I want a million dollars a year from the age of 26 until I'm 42, like Bobby Bonilla. Whatever you want to do. You can the do old it that rules way. like the Cowboys and the 49ers used to structure deals back in the day. You will walk out of the NFL with benefits for life. You will be able to have benefits throughout whatever happens to you. You'll be covered for benefits. If you did not graduate from college, the NFL will pay for you to go back to school and get your degree. And at the end of it, you're 26, 27 years old, and you have made a lot of money, and you have your whole life ahead of you, and you can figure out something you want to do, and and knowing full well you have all this money in the bank, and while certainly, yes, physically you will feel some effects of football, you will have traded a little bit of that for financial security for you, your family, for a long, long time. When If you're 26, 27 years old, and you, you finish playing in the NFL, and you get out and you try to find something else to do for a living, I think that's okay. If the NFL pays for you to finish college, at the end, that's okay. If you get hurt in a year and you miss a whole year, then you can get what's called, quote, a redshirt year, and you can play your fifth year in the National Football League if you wind up getting hurt early enough and miss most of the season. Now, the other aspect of this that is is kind of a, a not not a backdoor benefit, but parity in the NFL will continue to roll over. Because if you see a dominant team like the Patriots, because look, look, how much fun is the Patriots winning right now? I mean, how, how much fun is the Patriots winning right now? You're a Jets fan, so I think part of it is your, your opinion is going to be skewed. No, no, this. for anybody. How happy, let me ask you this, how happy were people when the Patriots came back to win that Super Bowl over the Falcons, besides Patriots fans? I think there were a lot of people that were giddy when they see a, a game lost in such grand fashion. I don't I don't know that there was a lot of people that were, quote, happy about that because the Patriots were used to them winning, winning for a long time. They're filled with scandal. In New England, they're great. Outside of New England, people hate them and want them to lose because they've been dominating the NFL for a long, long time, doing it who knows how. If you play for four years and then you leave, you may have some great players, and you may have a Tom Brady who's great for four years. He gets paid a lot of money and does – but then it rolls over, and you got to get another quarterback. Parity is built in. Anybody who's dominant, they're going to have the end of their run after three or four years because their big players are going to wind up turning over. Never get to have legends, <coughs> all record, record holders celebrate your plan because nobody's ever touching any of their career marks unless it's the career-long kickoff and punt return. Those plays have to be outlawed, too, in your in your rule altogether. No, we still have kickoffs. And, no, and I mean, and look, if we you're going to shorten arbitrarily, say, hey, it's four years for your career, 
you may exhibit no signs of any injury whatsoever, but but you're done. But that's that okay. Early. But we're preserving the but, health but, of the players. But look at the quarterback position. You got three years. You may never take a snap. If you're not good, you don't have to play. You're still getting a salary. If you if you're a backup quarterback in the NFL for four years, you are leaving the NFL, and you're making probably between. If you're a backup quarterback, right now backups make about three, four million a year. I think you're doing pretty good. I, I love your your structure. I, everybody's getting paid, and you may never have to see see a down of actual play. But, but that, I, but look, everybody it's, wants it's to difficult. play. It's about playing and winning. But if you're talking about making it safe for people, this gets it. You yeah, get but, to play in the NFL. Yeah, you get to you're make money. A, but you're picking an arbitrary four years as a, as a cutoff. It takes one play. For everything to, to happen. It does. And your three concussion rule, all right, we've now colluded, and we're going to take free runs on the quarterback uh, of our biggest we're rival. three concussions. Oh, well, obviously you're going to increase but, the penalties but there's, uh, there's a for helmet-to-helmet hits. But three three concussions. And, you know, we, is a concussion is a concussion is a concussion? Are we? T- is that how we're approaching this? Who are independent neurologists? Teams are going to do everything they can to hide this. Sure, but you're, so you're, now you're, you're but are you about it. the safety of the players? Are you about the safety and and and? Well, they've proven time and again their own safety. Not. We're no. still having Thursday but games. If you but, in all this talk of let's let's change up how we operate and do this, but this also shows you for everybody who wants to be really serious about safety, really serious. Number one, if you had better helmets, and we're hoping better helmets are on the way, it would decrease a lot of concussions a lot of head injuries but this shows you if you really want to make things better this is what you have to do this is not going away this is not something that all oh, it's a fad no this is not going away this is going to continue to happen to players again not everybody but it's going to happen to a good amount of them if you want to fix these are these are two ideas you got to limit playing time that's the only thing it's going to be limiting playing time and i've given two scenarios where if you're fortunate enough to stay healthy you keep playing or you, if you're hurt but you want to keep playing, you want to play four years and make your money, at least you're done with the NFL and your body is done taking a pounding after four years and not 10, not 11, not 7, not 12, and, and any hits after that. I'm a big believer in free market economies, and you let people decide when they're out. They go in knowing the risks. They're, they're fully aware of where things are, and they're adults to make their decisions. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike's at Swollen Dome. Phone number 877-99 on Fox. Two ideas if you want to be serious about player health issues. Coming up in one minute. We've had heavy topics the last half hour. How about we talk about Fat Kobe? Okay. Fat Kobe? Fat Fat Kobe. Fat Kobe. Coming up in a minute, but first, here's what's trending. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. Uh, just the tweet of the day. Yep. Maybe coming from uh, Jets beat reporters. Anthony DeComo, I believe, who covers the Jets for uh, New Jersey, NewJersey.com. Jets quarterbacks look awful today. That was it. Tweet of the day. Well. So how it, is this it, day it, any different? Is in there what a... Isn't I, there a website that said did the Jets quarterback suck today? I quote tweeted him by saying, in other news, the sun is in the sky today. <laughs> How many reporters were taken out? Uh, 
That's you, what we need to know. Uh, you know, Frostberg, I really wish you could go back to RG3's tryout so, so a football could hit you in the head. You're assuming I woke <laughs> up for that. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, Jason, Mike Harmon. Now, there are five times more hires made through Indeed.com than any other job site, according to independent research. Imagine a lottery that had five times more winners or a basketball game with five times more dunks. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, so it's really hard to imagine that. I'm just thinking about a lot of missed threes. When you're hiring, it makes five times more sense to use Indeed. Indeed is easy to use. You can post a job in minutes. You can even set up automatic screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. And once resumes start rolling in, you can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. And right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job. That boosts your job in relevant search results. Basically, it helps you find qualified candidates faster. If only the Mets could find a new manager that fast. Claim your $50 sponsored job credit at Indeed.com slash offer. That's Indeed.com slash offer. Try the world's number one job site today, Indeed. Indeed.com and $50 sponsored job credit. Indeed.com slash offer. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. So Kobe's fat. Not Kobe Jones. No. Not Kobe. That's wrong. Not Kobe Kelly. Not fat. Kobe is fat. Kobe Bryant. Relative to normal. Relative to regular Mamba-esque. This is like, you know, Mamba where, oh, this snake is rising up and striking. This is a snake that's a... Go take a nap and kind of just. I just like that he made fun of himself. Yeah, well, kind of. Well, if only for a moment. Kobe put a picture on Instagram and then he took it down minutes later. He looks like out of shape dad. I mean, that's it's a, not really out of shape, you know, I shouldn't though. Say out of shape for Kobe. Because that's the Kobe thing. It's got to keep being qualified. I mean, Kobe was a, a taut missile for his entire NBA career. The guy worked out all the time. But he put a picture of himself with no shirt on, little bit of a gut, little bit of saggy man boobs, and he put on there, boy, look at me, give me 30 days so I can get my body back. And then decided, well, maybe being self-deprecating is not the way to go. He took the post down off of social media, but once it goes up, people see it and it lives forever. So there's Fat Kobe on the internet for everybody. Harmon staring at it right now. And while it's not good for Kobe, certainly, you know, you don't want to think of your heroes just a year out of the NBA as, oh, boy, I'm just, oh, but, you know, you think about pictures of Jared Lorenzen. I mean, we have the hefty lefty on the show from time to time. He's at 500 pounds yeah, now. Yeah, starting 500 a, a weight pounds. loss program and, and a media push trying to help him. Uh, good thoughts to him. You know, it's just sad that it I mean, 500 pounds. gets to that, that level. Uh, the hashtag Thick Mamba, Mamba was thick. trending a lot. Hashtag Mamba Thick. Mamba Sorry, thick. Mamba Thick hey, don't, was trending. Don't Google that in its separately. Make sure you put Kobe Bryant. Oh, 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 oh. why? Why? What do you get if you do Mamba I Thick? I don't know. Let me I'm see. afraid. Let, let me see. Let me see. Mamba but yeah, hashtag Mamba Thick. thick. Hang on. Yeah, I mean, there'll be T-shirts all across the uh, city. Of no, Asia. the first thing is Kobe Bryant posts and deletes shirtless photo with Mamba Thick. Okay, good. All right, let me do Thick Mamba. Because I bet you that's a movie on Cinemax when I get home. Man, Thick Mamba. Thick Mamba. First match, Kobe Bryant posts and deletes shirtless go, photo with go, Mamba go, Thick. Go, okay. to the, go to the images. So it's all there. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Then there's, uh, hang on, Thick Mamba. Oh, it's gloves. <laughs> Woo! 
I thought those were like extra large condoms. No, they're gloves. They're, no okay, glove, they're gloves. no love. No, they're actual. Well, that's no, true. No, they're actual gloves. It, I think it actually hands. may be a glove. Maybe it's a glove you wear during sex. <laughs> oh boy, Jason's got the mamba gloves on. I'm in for some loving tonight. That's right, I got the mamba gloves. As we get a further glimpse into the world and the lifestyle of one, how about a fresco? Mamba gloves. We learn things in the Geico studio each and every night. Are you going to play the field like Rosario there? Uh, Hey, you know. (laughs) Couldn't get a handle on it. (laughs) I'm sure that's going to be the play of the bleep. It got away. But, you know, part of me, I feel like, okay, Kobe's coming back to the pack now. Because I've had the same, you know, body type shape for a long time now. You know, 5'9". Am I a little overweight? Sure. But now here's guys who are all athletes. And now what's happening when they retire? Whoa, suddenly everybody eats and they eat and they eat and they don't work well, out. Well, and they're not burning 80, uh, 84,000 calories a day like they and used And now to. they're starting to look like me. Uh, you go to any major He league, looks nothing like any you. Ma- you, know, you. I still wait. see vascularity. You are lying to America you about wait. Kobe right now. Jason. You wait. At Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame induction. I will tweet out a picture of you. And him side to side. At Kobe Bryant. Hang on. America. At Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame induction, you will not be able to tell us apart. (laughs) Go to any Major League Baseball Hall of Fame induction. I could stand next to Pudge Rodriguez. You would go, oh, Jason, you're looking pretty good. Any Hall of Fame induction, go there and see. Oh, suddenly I look like the kid. And now suddenly you go into a bar and it's me and it's Pudge Rodriguez or whoever it is. uh, Hey, I want the bald guy with the fun, sterling, snappy personality who's going to wear those mamba gloves when we have sex. He's already said that's happening. He's got the gloves on. I don't get it. You go out. Wait till a guy goes. We, you, t- you will not find in-shape we, guys in the Hall of Fame. You we are taking it. a road trip. We're getting a van, and we're all driving to Vegas, and we are going to videotape you. Me? Yeah, just don't wear red, Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not partying with 25-year-old thin guys. Oh, and yeah. No, no, no. I'm not partying with thin guys and rock stars. No, no, no. I'll party with rock stars, but they got to be in their 50s. Because then I'll look okay next to some guys. People go, hey, which one's Axel? Is that Jason? or a- Wow, look at that. But athletes, give me a guy five years out of the game. I'll stack up. They're going to think the you're a used tire salesman. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> we, take, we take him to Vegas. He's at the bar going, see these gloves? <laughs> I don't know if I There's can manage. special gloves. I got a set of hey, white walls Hey, I need, a, I need a long straw for my drink because I can't <laughs> use these gloves here in the bar. I'm these gonna... are for later. <laughs> these gloves can't touch anything till I get my hands on you because the mamba gloves are ready to pounce. I'm so excited. <laughs> now I'm picturing Tebow with the mamba gloves. I'm very, very excited about it. Except he pounces on home runs. That's yo. <laughs> Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, Jason, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, the play of the night, which, gee, like I don't know what that's going to bleep and be. Conforto can win it. Oh. Strikes it. <laughs> Fox. Hey! Did you hear there's a picture of Fat Kobe? No, no, no. Not former NFL punter Reggie Roby. There's a picture of Kobe, and he's fat. No, not Kobe wearing a Lakers hat. 
It's thick mamba. No, 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 no. No, no. Thick mamba. No, not Hali Kamatamba, who plays for the Chiefs. <laughs> mamba thick. No, not Slick Rick. But never mind. Ali Kamatamba. <laughs> Nicely done. I, you know, it's tough to find something rhyme with Watch, mamba. Watching your right brain there. roll right Ooh, there. That was tough. Not a Didi King of Walla from NFL Network. Mamba. I just thought we might have been having long-term effects of, you know, extra sandwich consumption or something that was coming back on you there in that moment. Can I tell you a funny thing? I used to do NFL Network What's when that? I hosted Fantasy Live. I, You know, I did the show with you Akbar. You want a story time? Yeah, no, it's real quick. I did huh. the show with Akbar Bajbi Amila. Yeah. And uh, every time we would have a Didi King of Walla on the Never show. Never heard of him. She would always finish, and then, you know, it was me and, you know, the bunch of guys, you know, everybody, Fabiano and Elliot Harrison and, and, and Akbar and everybody. And after they would come back, they would say, all right, who want, you know, who gets the first comment after Aditi? And I would always say, no, Akbar's got to have the first comment. And they would go, why? I go, Akbar's got to have it. And, I, and they would say, all right, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't mind. You know, Akbar would just go first. Everybody would get in. But I only said that so I could say, thank you, Aditi Kinkabwala. Akbar buys you Amila, just so I could say all Put all the once. names together? Sure. <laughs> In fact, the two of them should get married. She would be a Didi Kinkabwala Bajabiamila. Try putting that on the back of a jersey. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It would start all the That's way. That's longer up. than the Browns list would, of quarterbacks. It would start at the cuff of the left hand to go up, down, around, and finish with an extension on the right hand of the cuff. Good design, though. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, time now for the play in the night. Brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit geico.com. That is great news. Great news. Now, the play of the night could be the Mamba Thick photo or the Mamba Thick sex gloves. Got to listen to the whole show if you missed any of it. In a few minutes, it'll be up on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. There's you can download no it. And well, not, if, if you're you, wearing those gloves, you're wearing the Mamba gloves, there's sex. There's all kinds. Gotta of sex. have a glove. With the Mamba gloves, I walk into a room. Remember to go, bring the glove to the game, kids. All I got to do is walk in. No matter what she's doing, she could be washing dishes, watching TV. I could be wearing the gloves, and, and I just go, Sss. and she goes, oh, I won't be needing my panties. That's what it happens. That's the effect of the gloves. Tuesday night at the Smith household. <laughs> I, think, I like a sea stack from Land of the Lost. <laughs> and it's I'm, told by in the Geico studio. And I'm actually moving to the hand thing. You're doing okay. the hand gesture, oh, boy. facial expressions. Kind of moving your legs as though you were going to march forward. Yes. It's really a strange five to ten seconds. You and I have to get up in six and a half hours. It's going to be glorious. To go do the morning show on 570 Where, in Los this Angeles. This is fantastic. That escalated quickly. Sun rises and uh, sets with us. Yeah, Harmon and I doing double duty all week long in, in Los Angeles doing the morning show in for Dan Patrick on AM 570, LA Sports. Get a chance to listen to us. We're going to go home and sleep for three hours and come back. And oh, really? you got to listen to the whole show. Again. Yeah. Uh, but the play of the night, well, when you make a play like this guy did, you get to be the play of the night. Bellinger with a fly ball oh, really? well hit to right really? center field. Arde looks up, yeah, really. and it is gone. Cody Bellinger's 29th home run of the season, and the Dodgers take a 2 to nothing lead. Frostberg, he's got 29. Oh, music I mean, to my It's got to be the play oh. of the night. Jansen is 28th save as the Dodgers finish off a 3-2 win. 
AM five seventy on the call. Aren't you bored with winning every single day? Isn't no, it boring? Because I get to look at the standings <laughs> daily and know that we're more games over five hundred than the Giants have wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get that, but the Giants have three World Series in the last seven years. That's Not on my good. count. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Uh, no, the real play of the night was easily the best catch in Major League Baseball this season and one of the greatest of all time, at least if you're following some of the experts on Twitter. John Paul Morosi said, this is the best catch I've ever seen on TV in my life. Pitch to Ramirez is swung on and that's driven high and deep. Right center field. Jackson back. Leaps at the bullpen wall and he goes flipping over the wall. Did he catch the ball? Jackson gets up and he has the baseball. Austin Jackson with the catch of the year. Red Sox Radio Network on the call. He goes up over the wall. Makes the catch, flips, comes down in the bullpen. He was flipping over the wall. He, it, yeah, yeah. And I could see where it would sound like almost a curse right there. Yeah. Uh, you know who's using those Mamba gloves tonight? <laughs> Just, yeah. Expletive redacted. That yeah, that's a home run. I'd go to a bar. You know, I would go to a bar, and I would find a really hot girl, and I'd wait for the highlights. And I'd go, hey, look at the catch this guy makes right here. And then he makes the catch. And I'd go, that was me. I got the Mamba gloves. What do you, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> Don't need a Mamba glove. You got the Jackson glove. Well, I, now. I, I think that that's like seals the deal, though. That like cement. Yeah. That says, oh, you know what? Oh, yes. I'd much rather leave with you than Bob from the bank. All right, let's go. You throw three B's on the gloves, and they're eight thousand bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the wet pair? Don't the wet pair of gloves go for like sixteen? I don't want to know anything about the wet pair of any gloves you're using in this scenario. Stay in your lane. From Mike Harmon, I'm Jason Smith. Twitter it out about a fresca. Big ballers chicken. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.